0: Hello, welcome back to an episode of the Point 0.5 podcast. Yay. I have my favorite two people here with me, Serena Hello. and David. Hello. Yes, we <laughs> are back. Believe it or not, this new episode isn't an old one. It's Can y'all new-
1: hear the music?
0: Yes. It's been a while since I listened to this. Oh yeah, it's, <laughs> it's definitely been a while. Um, Yeah, so we are back. Did y'all miss us?
2: Like, are you asking them or talking us. to us? <laughs> uh, Did you
0: guys miss each other?
2: I missed each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I missed y'all. Yeah. Well,
0: today's topic is… There is no topic. Um, we've decided to come back together and remi- rem- rem- reminisce the old days.
2: So yeah. Yeah. Spontaneous. But that's where um, all the fun's at. Good yes. luck, Josh. You're hosting. <laughs> <laughs> You know, guys,
1: I think everyone forgot their roles.
2: I think so. I mean,
0: yeah, I think we forgot. But if you're listening, today, is this is just like a casual episode. Um, pretty much you're dropping in to hear some crazy updates about what, how like the lives changed for David and Serena. I think... And you for know, you. Yes. Uh, I have changed as well. There's been a lot of changes. But well, nine I, months. That's crazy. It has been
2: nine months.
1: It's been nine months? Yeah. Wow. I am... Because like, I remember so
2: doing the episode with Jin right before um, I left. He and then that was in. the last episode. That was the last episode. Right. Back
0: to school. And you went back to school.
2: Yes. And um, back to home. Yeah. For a little bit.
0: I don't know if the listeners were aware, but David actually was gone to Toronto for a bit. So he was completely Mia for a couple months.
1: Hence why there was a humongous pause In our podcast, I know like I've gotten at least quite a few DMs asking where we were, (laughs) like in terms (laughs) of like where our podcast has gone to, because it's just, you know, vanished into the air, it seemed.
2: Don't worry, we didn't fight or anything.
1: Yeah, we're all in good terms. Just, you know, we've we've gone through a humongous transition like everyone has. Um, And I think like I am at least like so excited to be back.
0: Me too. For I'm excited to talk. Yeah, no, yeah. that's crazy. And I, I, I also just realized, like, we all transitioned into a new chapter of our lives, but we are still on different pages. Like, do you do you kind of know what I'm talking? Like, for example, like we got some big changes going on. But number one thing we got to talk about is Serena. Oh yes. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's crazy because she was like single at the beginning of the podcast series. And then like during like the episode like 14 or 15th, you guys probably noticed that she talked about, you know, finding someone special. And can you update us on what happened?
1: Yes, uh, my fourth finger, my left forefinger has been occupied.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What a great way to put it.
1: (laughs) Has become occupied. I have found a significant other. Sadly, it is not (laughs) (laughs) Sonung-min.
2: Oh, close your eyes, I'm, uh, I'm not so, your eyes.
1: I'm so sorry for, for all you listeners who, you know, I've, I know I've disappointed, not just my listeners, but people around me who I assured them that I will get married to Sonung-min. I am so sorry. Um, I've heard reviews that he looks like Sonung-min, so maybe, maybe it's, <laughs> it's something nearby, but <laughs> yeah, so yeah that has a big update Um, we just got a place um, out in uh, I probably shouldn't say where exactly (laughs) just for privacy reasons but um, we're still in Vancouver uh, and yeah
2: talk about a crazy new chapter like marriage is literally a new chapter
0: literally that's like what they say
1: but honestly it's it's not like that big of a difference like, it's just just the fact that I think when I go home, there's always someone there. Um, there's always someone to, like, rely on. Um, but other than that, like, even before marriage, I used to tell people that I feel like I am just getting a roommate that I, you know, sign a contract with permanently. And if I want to, say, break the contract, then it costs a lot of money and has to go through a lot of shame. (laughs) Public shame. (laughs) Well,
2: must be nice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have a question. I guess like this is something that I want to ask. Maybe some viewers might have this question. Listeners might have this question too. But like, how do you feel like knowing that you are now not alone forever? Like you have someone that is gonna be- Like you're tied? Yeah, you're just like tied completely you are not a single person anymore. You're, you're one in two people.
1: Like, honestly, honestly, like even now, it's kind of still like, it's not real. It's not completely real to me, honestly. I just sometimes feel like I have a roommate who sleeps in the same bed as me. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I mean, I think it's also because both of us have such busy lives um, that that hasn't changed. Like, we're, if anything, we've gotten busier, <laughs> I think, after marriage. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we're, we're really good support to each other. We're very respectful of each other's businesses, um, which is, I think, a really good integral part of our relationship. So, I mean, it works out.
2: Man, yeah. marriage could be a, dis- a whole new episode topic on its own. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially, like, within this... Um, like point 0.5
0: landscape I definitely think so I mean if we had the opportunity I would love to actually do an episode on marriage we can
1: do a dig into a episode for like you remember because we were talking about different episodes we should do and we were going to invite a guest who was married oh. to be on the <laughs> we <podcast>. don't need <laughs> a guest anymore and I was thinking just now I was like oh we don't need the guest anymore
2: <laughs> yo that's perfect we have a uh, married a couple and a single single That's
1: actually really interesting. Yeah, How we have all different...
2: All all, uh, All flavors. All you can eat. (laughs) Truly.
1: It's a buffet here.
2: Interesting.
0: So I guess like the thing that I was really impressed or actually impressed and both like very shocked was that I always thought Serena would, you know, be busy when she was single. And then once she got married, she would kind of be one of those people that settled down and just, you know, you know, just live their nice marriage life, right? But it seems like she's got even more busier.
1: I, it's gotten mayhem.
0: <laughs> I want to know your thought behind that. Like, th- like so, I, like a lot of marriage couples that I've talked to, they say like they just want to spend time together, right? But like, I understand like it, that's not the reason why you guys don't spend time each- with each other. You're just busy because you guys have so many things you have to do. But like, how does that tie in with you guys? Like, do you guys, are you guys completely okay with that? And like, how do you guys make it work?
1: Um, So it's, it's like... Honestly, like I said, it's like we respect each other's businesses. Um, we, we really, it's definitely hard. It's, it's a challenge to find like time for us to be able to uh, do things together. But we, you know, as much as that, we appreciate those moments and those times that we do get to spend time with each other. other. But um, our career aspirations right now, I think, Um, are very much aligned and we hope to be working together maybe in the near future Um, and uh, honestly like I hope to uh, become a power couple like you know just like pushing through life (laughs) pushing you know just like punching out all the lemons that are thrown at us
2: They don't make lemony. They crush (laughs) him. They crush it. They break it out of the wall.
1: Yeah. um, We, I think we try to make it work that way. Um, We're still like honestly adjusting um, to all this craziness and like just having to be ready to settle in and like moving in and stuff. It's like that itself is, is a lot of work. It's like a full-time job, I'll say. Um, You know, like just, I like, I was at Canadian Tire earlier trying to pick out like things last minute i was at ikea yesterday i was at crate and barrel yesterday you know just it's i guess it's it's hard in the beginning but as you go it'll get easier and honestly like i've been telling people this too that we don't fight as much as we did when we were in a relationship just in a like boyfriend girlfriend relationship Mm. yeah there's like honestly not that much to fight about when you're married, Man,
2: you guys Her- sound like a great match for each other.
1: Hopefully, I think. I mean, <laughs> are hopefully, you already there matched. There are things that we still are adjusting to each other, because um, there's things that we are very similar in, but also we are different. So you know, it's just we we're trying to enjoy the process and um and push through the challenges and enjoy the moments. Mm. I think.
2: Well, for the listeners, if you want to spot a wild Serena, she will naturally be spawning in um, furniture stores for the next couple (laughs) months. So look to your local Ikea's, Rona's, Home Depot's, all that good stuff.
1: I'll be at Ikea tomorrow. So if anyone wants to spot me, I'll be there.
0: (laughs) So we have Serena here, on the other hand, who is completely, you know, changed in her status. And, you know, she's now living with someone. But like, let's turn the tables to David. So... Um, you know, I, I want to kind of probe you a bit more and question you a bit more. And it might be a little bit more like, you know, we're uncomfortable because we're in public here. But I'm going to pull out what you've mentioned to me on the side before. Um, You've mentioned that in Toronto, it has been a little bit
2: lonely for you. Oh, it has. Oh, um, but I think it's just uh, the natural loneliness that gets to you as you, uh, Kind of grow as a person and mature to become an independent person, because before you're with family, you're with parents, um, you're with friends. You're you've likely like known for like since high school and all that, and now you're in a completely new place. Uh, trying to kind of go through all the hurdles, but you don't have that sort of um, local community around you anymore. Mm. So, and that's what I've been feeling, which I am also thankful for, because it's you know helping me mature a lot.
1: Yeah, Yonggi is adulting. Yeah. Our Bang Me is adulting.
0: He is. I you know, like when he left, he looked like Jesus, but now he <laughs> looks like an adult now.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, you could
1: almost have a full on beard.
2: I, yeah. So last time, because of COVID, I, I tried growing up my hair. This time, while I was there, since I cut my hair off before I went, I tried growing up my facial hair. Um, <laughs> let's see what else I can grow. <laughs>
0: Interesting.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think we're also uh, so awkward and like nervous just cuz we haven't done this in 9 months. Um but I mean, I hope you guys are enjoying it so far. I mean,
0: I like wish, I wish we could have like a live q and I
1: think oh. that would be very very fun. That would have been very um, fun. Hopefully if y'all if there's enough in- listeners who've stuck it out through the nine months that we were MIA, y'all can send us some Q and A's and we'll try to, we can do like a Q and A session on Instagram. And yeah, if you're, you know, you you 0.5ers out there are interested, then we'd love to answer some questions for you guys.
2: Speaking of 0.5, one other thing I've noticed in Toronto is because uh, that city has just been around much longer than Vancouver, uh, there's a sort of bigger gap between the, like generations so there's like that first generation group who has just immigrated and then there's no really 0.5 community there but um, it's like they're already on their second third gen so it's very separated uh, between like the two generations so I've been actually missing out on sort of that uh
1: like just the middle
2: yeah which is I think it's quite special experience Interesting.
0: So, like, I guess Vancouver is still in, like, the budding season where we're kind of now getting the second generations.
2: Yeah, the second generations are, like, born in 2020, 2010-something, right? Yeah. There's kids, but, yeah.
0: Have you made any, like, friends, like, like you've mentioned, like, third generation, second generations in Toronto?
2: Not really. Uh, Partly because I haven't been socializing, but, uh, I mean, I haven't really met a lot of uh fellow like Koreans, Asians aside from church. So and the, and the church I go to is just very first gen so
0: I have a question. So this like I I want to know firsthand cuz you know, I have people I have friends from Toronto that say like from from what I've heard that they think they're much more better than Vancouver people. And I think as a Vancouver person, I have a strong pride in my city. Like I love what, Vancouver you were insulted I was very <laughs> insulted you know they were making fun of it saying like you can walk around downtown in 30 minutes we're well, not that small but um you know hey,
1: they, that's a long time
0: that's a long time
1: I wouldn't want to walk for 30 minutes yeah exactly yeah. right
0: it's so, <laughs> a whole cardio workout they're comparing something crazy but what, what would you say as someone that has been in Toronto for the last nine months what are your pros and cons like what have you experienced in Toronto that you feel like you know you kind of miss in Vancouver you know at the end like I want to know what you thought about the whole experience.
2: Personal, I think it's all up to personal preference. But since we're talking about my perspective, um, Toronto is definitely much bigger than here. So in terms of um, like urban convenience, it's definitely uh, like Toronto is definitely much more convenient. But on the other hand, I, f- I just felt like the just the mass public was uh, more uptight. Everybody's uh, they don't have a lot of yo yo. What's that?
1: i heard people walk with an objective
2: yep like they look like
1: they're you know they're going somewhere
2: and and like compared to here where it's where just the whole vibe is more relaxed um which which i prefer
1: the west coast vibe
2: yeah and uh i mean just because i'm more used to this like lax vibe if if you're like very ambitious and kind of I guess career-driven even. Not not saying that there's no careers like here, but if you want to be in a circle of... or a city full of people that are like you, I think, like, the East Coast, like, the bigger cities are definitely good for you. But for me, it's been a bit too much. It's been overwhelming.
1: <laughs> are, you,
0: are you, like, a city kind of person, Serena? Or would you prefer, like, Toronto or Vancouver?
1: Honestly, I have a friend who's... Um, Shout out to you if you end up listening to this, uh, who is from Vancouver, but he's uh, been in Toronto for some time uh, because of his job. And he was recently there again because he came back from COVID to Vancouver. And then he was there. He was visiting recently and he was saying how he misses Toronto. And he is constantly told me like, oh, you're such a Toronto person. Like your personality is like... Is totally vibing, um, Toronto. Like you, you're the type A personality that you see in in Toronto, like social networks.
2: I want to say a couple of things about that because uh, I remember the first time I got identity crisis was when I visited Korea after like living in Canada for basically like uh, all my like elementary, middle, high school years. Because growing up, I just had uh, I guess like. An impression about Korea based on media and my old, old memories from like way back, right? So I kind of had this expectation. And uh, if, even if I couldn't like totally fit in here, I just had this hope that, oh, you know, I'm Korean. If I go there, it's going to be home. But then I, I went there. It wasn't it's what totally I thought it'd <laughs> Yeah. So I was like, damn, I'm not Korean. <laughs> well, like, and then I come back here and it's not. it was kind of hard to feel like 100%. Genuinely, um, like, natural with uh, this kind of group of people, too. I felt the same thing going to Toronto and coming back. Because the Vancouver people, they have sort of this expectation and um, reputation that they hear from Toronto. And then the Toronto people also have that for Vancouver. So I went to Toronto, um, got used to that environment. But, you know, at my heart, I was like, dang, I've I've been here less than a year. I'm still, like, getting adjusted to it. You know, this is a different culture, and then I came back to Vancouver. And in that short nine months, because I've been so like getting used to all that environment and the uh, subtle changes that has happened here, I came back and it's felt sort of like that time when I went to Korea. It was like, what? This this is my home, but it's not my home.
1: What?
2: Oh my god! So yeah, so like people when people ask me, do you like Toronto better, Vancouver better? Now I'm kind of like shook because. I don't feel like I belong in either side. I, you know, really? like 100%. Like with the Toronto people, I'm like, oh, these guys are too, like, I don't know, this and that, like, uptight. And then I come to here and, like, shoot, I can't fully congam uh, with them. Mm. Yeah.
0: Relate to them and so. stuff.
2: Yeah, relate to them.
1: Interesting. Well, I mean, how have you been, Josh?
0: Oh, oh it, it's so sudden. Yeah. <laughs> yes well i I am very actually uh, jealous of both of you guys experiencing all these changes i my life has been fairly boring um i I've been just walking the regular stages of life as you would expect you know I've graduated I've gotten a full-time job
1: Unfortunately, you didn't have a full-on graduation we actually did. Did I miss it? You totally oh, did. No, I sent you flowers. You did. You did. you did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Did I
0: forget? <laughs> she I totally like, There's
1: too much. Okay. This is what happens when you get married. <laughs> if you don't remember timelines. And then, you know, when you start to have kids, you just forget everything before kids. <laughs> yeah.
0: We actually got to make use of this time now before when if Serena gets kids, that's a chapter where she cannot share that on the podcast anymore. <laughs> she won't have time.
2: So.
1: Or I won't remember. Sure.
2: This will be a time capsule for you. You're going to be like, I said this?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yo, I'm day, archiving my conversation here.
0: One day your kids are going to listen to this and be like, Mom, is that you? Like,
1: please stop talking. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, back to you. Yes, you've graduated. Got yeah. a full-time
2: job. Congrats Oops. on that.
1: You got a full-time job and then you've, you've actually job move job (laughs) job moved (laughs) 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 moved jobs yes in between recently fairly recently
0: fairly recently yeah it's been a lot of changes um but i think i'm like i'm now in the phase that you were so like there's a lot of things that i relate to where you know back before you were even like married right when you were like single 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 serena like like
1: i was like like absolutely like in that single life yeah like immersed in that single life
0: yes like when you just like you were so proud you represented single people you know basically yes she did yes i I remember she went around telling people you should be single (laughs) like
1: (laughs) she was trying to convert them everyone should appreciate being single it is the best thing on earth
0: (laughs) she was like a spokesperson for that you were but everything that you've mentioned then... It, it, it rings like... I, I totally have... sympathize with it. Yes. I totally have understanding. Very interesting. Like, I am yearning for some exciting things in my life. Like I want to... Like I I love... I have the element where I want to be busy too. I want to pack things in my life with like learning opportunities and, and trying new things. But like the one part that I really relate to... What you've always told me was like just experience the world. Right? If like right now... I am itching to just get on a plane and just just go anywhere. Like, I don't mind if you ship me to Winnipeg or to Nunavut or like...
1: You know what? I'm still itching to get on a plane. (laughs) And literally the other day, my friends were like, oh, like, do you want to come along to L.A.? And I went home and I told my husband, I was like, can I go to L.A. (laughs) in the next couple of weeks? And he was like, are you asking me or have you decided? (laughs) I was like... (laughs) Good question. I actually don't know the answer to that. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like, like even after marriage, like, that's the thing. It's like, I haven't changed that much mm-hmm. other than the fact that I'm not single. <laughs> Is that, you know, I do have to ask permission. Like it'd be courtesy to ask permission, even yeah. though I decided <laughs> to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm, I am dying to get on a plane. And yesterday, um, David and I had a f- have a friend who you also know uh, has become a pilot has his license and he took us for a ride on the plane and I almost I almost cried I had to held ha- held hold back my tears really cuz I was that excited to be on a plane wow you know I haven't been on a plane for the past what th- close to 3 years since covid hit and I it, like it felt so surreal to me because I've been dying to be on a plane, be traveling um, and I just haven't had that opportunity. And it just killed me for so long. And yesterday when I was on the plane, like it almost made me cry. Wow. I had to I had to like resist myself from crying because it had been so embarrassing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I guess also true because like you. Like usually, before people get mar- married, they kind of like want to enjoy as much things as they can do when they're single, right? But like, it was it was it was like bad timing, right? There was COVID, and like you just couldn't experience everything. Like, I'm sure you would have gone, w- would have loved to go to the UK one more time to see me and stuff like that. But like you know, you couldn't. Um, but yeah, that's exactly what I'm feeling. Like I I want to get out there. I'm so jealous of like David. Like what? I would totally like this is a talk this is a talk that I've had with my friend um he's a mutual friend that you guys know as well and maybe the listeners know as well but he's working remote I work remote so it, it opens up a lot a lot of opportunities to try to just like explore while you're working right you don't have to you know pull in vacation days you have the permission you're, to you're,
1: you have that flexibility to work technically anywhere
0: yeah so technically I can like this is a good opportunity for me to go somewhere and just work there for a month and kind of like live. Life as if I lived there with a job, and one of my friends is actually doing that. He's he's gonna be going to New York for a bit for two we- two weeks. He's gonna go L A for like two weeks, and then he's gonna go to Toronto for a month. So he's gonna be two months away working, but just exploring the world. And when I heard that, I was like, "Dude, sign me up!" Like, I really want to go. And like, I, I think yeah, I think I'm just in the stage of my life where I just want to explore. And like, but at the same time though. I, although I am jealous of David for like ha- having the opportunity to explore, I am still... There's still that part of me where I'm jealous of Serena where she gets, she gets to settle down and, you know, she has that perfect partner where, yes, like I feel like when you usually like marry someone you have to make a lot of sacrifices
1: of course of course it comes with a lot of compromises Mm -hmm. especially for someone who has advocated being single for so long I won't I won't lie about that you know like when we initially you know started dating I've come to realize that like I've been so consumed in loving that single life that it was hard for me to adjust to you know, being in a relationship and like communicating with my partner as to what's up, you know, I'd be just like wanting to do my own thing. <laughs> you know, I'm just, it's its not more so like I'm wanting to, but it's just like habitually I'll, I'll just be doing things on my own. Like figuring problems, like solving problems on my own. It's just my nature would just, you know, drive me towards that.
2: That is so interesting because I think all three of us, are um, exactly one or two steps away sort of in stages of life
1: from like, each other yeah from each yeah. other
2: like I'm jealous of you guys but you you saying you're jealous of me oh yeah I don't but know Serena but it's would be-
1: actually pretty accurate like if you look at our like age steps I'm only one year um more older age than oh, Josh age? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking that just a year ago from you so you know like it's not quite far yeah. or you're not quite far off.
0: Yeah. We're like very close to each other, but like as you're saying David.
2: Yeah, I mean uh, yeah, cuz for me I'm at a point where I'm just like cuz I'm basically starting school again from year 1 now, right? And uh I kind of sick and tired of school. I'm like, oh, it's it's like a it's like the getting ready process. I just want to get to the good part, the juicy stuff where I'm actually doing work. Like Instead rela- of
1: like the learning part. Right? Yeah. Like the ha- you want the hands-on stuff, right? Yes.
2: Mm. So like, you know, but then you're saying, I don't know.
1: I think you, it's hard. It's definitely hard when you're in school. But when you come out of school, you're like, oh, I wish I enjoyed it a little bit more. Like I wish, yeah. I wish I really had the yo-yo. To be able to have fun, even even through those those like obstacles, because you know when you look back, it's like ah, oh, you know I I could have I could have had fun, like I lost my opportunity to have fun, yeah, and to like have a fuller experience, it's just like take on everything you can consume. Basically. I've
2: recently been um, kind of thinking, or even to the point where I'm almost meditating, um, sort of this point that people have about. You don't realize you're in the good old days until you're leaving it or until you left it.
1: That is very true.
2: So I'm going to ask you guys. What are some things that I should be, you know, seeking out to do? You said you're jealous of me. Like, why? What do you wish you'd be doing if you're in my shoes? And also, Serena, what would you be doing if you weren't, like... Married. Married.
0: (laughs) I feel like Serena always has... Things she's want to do, she wants to do. So the list will never be endless, but I feel like you've done everything.
1: Uh, That's so. So that's the thing. It's like when I when I was planning. So I didn't have a wedding ceremony, but I was still, you know, doing a very small, intimate elopement um, with my direct family members. But you know, as I was preparing, I was thinking, you know, like I felt like I've really poured my heart and soul into everything that I've wanted to do so far you know like I wanted to do something like I would really be you know consumed by that one thing that I want to do and then I would like move on to the next thing and I felt like because of that energy like I felt that I have experienced quite a bit but but I still you know even after marriage I, I still am like hungry to to go out and still explore um I still think there's a lot more to do uh, especially because I don't have kids yet and I feel like that's when it really changes like that's when your life really changes like when you have kids especially when I see people around me like friends around me who have kids it's like you're you're definitely tied at that point like you're you have you have no other option <laughs> <laughs> than to be tied you know like I can't go to my kid and ask for permission if I can go to LA <laughs> when they can't even give me an answer.
0: Hey uh, can even, I go to LA for two mommy's weeks? Mommy's gonna go just two weeks LA. I'm gonna put food on the table so you eat, okay? <laughs> <It's>
1: like, <laughs> one year
2: old. It's like one. Can't even walk. I gotta say like, though, like like the like the
1: baby can't even, you know, talk, can't even walk, you know, like can't even change their own diapers.
2: Man, honestly, the things that you're talking about. It kind of feels like from the perspective of an eighth grader just coming up to high school listening to the grade 12s talking about where they're going to go for university. Aww. Like you you don't understand.
1: Yeah, no. No, yeah. But I think it's, it's definitely like another huge... Like honestly, after getting married, I don't think it's like such a big step. It's a big commitment, but not that big of a step into adulthood. Especially if you've done adulthood like as a single you've experienced that then it's not that big of a difference in terms of your lifestyle but when you have a kid it's like you definitely like it's another world you just experience another world there
2: i've been feeling that because i generally hang out with um you know peeps that are uh more older than me meaning they're sort of in a different stage of life i always feel so behind you know what i'm saying you guys talking about getting houses, getting this word, like doing all this and that. And then I'm used to that kind of like topic of the discussion. And then I go sort of hang out with people my age. And I don't, know, just feels so immature in a way. Like it seems less significant. Like the problems they have, I'm like, dude, like five years from now, you're going to have this problem. Like I know this in my head. It's like I already know the ending of the game before playing the it. The end game. Yeah.
1: What are you jealous of, Josh?
0: I mean, so the things that I would do. I mean, if I were in your shoes, David. I mean, like, here's how I like to think of it, right? Like, I I was in your shoe. Let's say at the beginning of our podcast series, right? Like, I wa- I remember, like, in like the few episodes in the beginning, I was telling you guys that I want a job, I want to get a move on with my life and stuff like that. But like that, I was at your stage. Where mm-hmm. now I realize, like, I could have, I could have done much more. Like you know hang when out you
1: have you have nothing to risk
0: yeah nothing to risk
1: now you kind of start to have something you could possibly like have to risk
0: yeah like so i'm sure serena knows exactly what this means when you're like you're getting tied down by not just like having a kid but when, when you're married you're literally responsible and liable for someone she can never take a break from that guy Right, like she can't be like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna let's put a pause on this relationship for like two weeks. I'm gonna be just let me just enjoy my like single life for two weeks. She can't do that no more. Like from now until she dies, she's literally stuck with someone, which is like a beautiful thing, but it's also a very like
1: it could be a big commitment or it could be like a scary thing to someone. Yeah. Like like as it, you know, it was to me at one point.
0: Yeah. Whereas you, you, you're not really tied down to anything, so you can you know, hang out till when, whatever time you want, right? You get, you can eat whatever you want. You can literally party or like go places without having anyone's permission. You can even, like, if you want your alone time, you can spend a whole week in your room and no one will say anything, right? But like, even if you want to do that at Serena's stage, it, that's not going to happen. Her husband's going to come and be like, Serena, are you okay? What do you want to eat for dinner? Like, like <laughs> talk to me, right? Like, she can't. And like, at the same time, she, Serena's already in the stage of life where she's she's got a house, right? She, you, you've you already, you know, put down. You're financially now liable for something. You can't pause that too, right? That, that like feeling There's that… There's
1: no stop to mortgage payments. Exactly. <laughs> you,
0: like automatically out of your bank account, money goes out. Whereas when you're a student, all you have to do is pay for tuition and survive, right? But like… And then I'm now entering the phase where I'm potentially looking for a home. And then I'm feeling this burden like, holy crap… If I buy a house, I'm literally like…
1: Ty, like you can't do anything else.
0: Yeah. You, you literally
1: have to think about your finances. <laughs> not, like, you have to ground yourself and like do calculations. Exactly. Can't stop you can't working. Just, you can't just estimate. You have to actually get to the ballpark of how much things are going to cost.
0: Yeah, so true. And then like your job. Right now, um, I would say when you do a job… You can choose like, okay, you know what, like I, I I, do have a job to survive, but because I'm not tied down to anything, if I lose a job, whatever, right? Mm. And like, this is a topic that I will briefly touch upon because this is public, but I've briefly told David this right before we recorded, but um, my company is going through a layoff. So like hearing that and seeing the people around me being impacted was Another level of just like surreal realness hitting my face.
1: Oh, that's crazy. It was like, it's like COVID 1.0 point or 2.0.
0: Yeah, basically. Like,
1: because that's what was happening in the beginning of COVID, right? Like, people were getting laid off.
0: And yeah, exactly. This is like a whole other topic. And maybe we can do like a part two of today's recording and make it another episode. I was just thinking, why my head? I don't know. What, <laughs> but we'll do it on a whim, but like, recession's hitting, so a lot of uncertainty. But like, at your age, this period of uncertainty can just pass by,
1: and you know what? It could it could even be like a period of opportunity.
0: Yeah, definitely. like you know,
1: you're like this is your chance to explore something else. But for people who are tied to fi- like their financial obligations, it's like oh my gosh, this is so scary. Like it could really you know be the end. <laughs> the end <Wow>. game.
2: <laughs> That's so cool. That's why I like hanging out with people ahead of me in the stages of life because. I would have never thought of this insight because yeah, there's uncertainty, but I was kind of more overwhelmed by it than thinking it from the perspective of like, but regardless, you know, it won't impact me as much. So kind of finding ways to navigate through it in a more, you know, uh, relaxed way. Yeah.
0: So I, I, would, I would say like, yeah, like Serena said, definitely take advantage of this economy, right? When everything is at its all time low, if you start when it's at an all time low and when it normalizes, you're already way above people. Who have invested in this like
2: downward spiral, right? Unfortunately, being invested into music, I am financially very <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's true. That's
1: yeah. very but very you know, that in itself that you could you could not, you know, you don't have to think about your financial obligations and you're just enjoying, you know, music and whatever you're learning right now is is such a great blessing. It's it's like such a blessing for you know, people who want may want that, but are tied to. But you know what? Honestly, like, as I said this before, if you really want it, you could really make it happen. But, you know, it's, it's, sometimes it's it's too much of a burden for some people. It's, it's definitely harder. It's more of a challenge for people to risk that. But, you know, if you really want something, you could definitely make it happen, I feel.
2: Man, because this is my first time um, getting into this level of responsibility. I was more uh, stressing out and overwhelming about what I'm going to do with, you know, all of these uh, like student loans, like living expenses, like personal finance. Not Probably not as busy as you, Serena, but, <laughs> <laughs> but in my own way, I was relatively sort of feeling that same thing.
1: Right. Yeah. No, like I think as a student, those things feel really big and they can consume you, but like they, they shouldn't. I think it just, it just ruins the fun out of, out of the moment that you, where you should be having fun because there's going to be bigger waves coming. And like, if you take those waves early on, it's like, you'll never end up surfing. That was pretty good. That was was like (laughs) pretty, pretty great. (laughs) (laughs) I was actually impressed.
2: (laughs) I could probably never return this amount of um, life advice for you because, you know, you're always going to be ahead of me, but thank you. (laughs)
1: I don't
0: think so. Like there's a lot of times where I'm like talking to you outside of the podcast, right? Where I I learn a lot, right? So I feel like it like even though we've lived in your stage, the way we've experienced it all is so different and the way we take it out out of it is so different. And you have a way of like having a big insight on like the perspective of life in different type of lens. So I feel like I'm always learning from your experience of it. And then I'm always like turning back to my past and thinking like, why didn't, why wasn't I mature enough to think about that way? Like, I was so stupid.
1: <laughs> you know, you know, I think nowadays just seeing you guys and people, obviously I have a lot of friends who are, you know, younger than myself. Um, and when I look at them, it's like, you know, in a few years, it's, it's like, I'm going to be behind. You know, when I start to have kids, it's like, oh, I'm really? going to be learning from you guys as to what this world is about. Because I'm going to be on pause, like, you know there's no there's no choice in that i have to be on pause for a little bit and that's when i'll have to listen to you guys and you know see what's up and um, explore the uh, explore the world through your guys experiences and your guys eyes basically
2: wow thank you for putting it that way yeah that was really cool
0: and like i know you're very mature for your age and there are a lot of people i think just around us that are very mature for their age um, and that's a good thing that's like a good thing but also like don't forget when you're hanging out with people your age and you know they might look like they're just their problems might not seem significant because you've heard of some, so much more bigger problems yeah. but I think you should really just enjoy the moment with them too because like like we you can't enjoy those moments ever again especially for with sure, that kind sure. of level of people so like yeah you know, just have fun
2: like, like um, that kind of even touches uh, like to the part of like relationships. Even if I uh, get interest in people. I just feel like I've passed the point where you just can't meet somebody just because of emotions anymore. And like people keep telling me I'm young but just because of the sort of real world problems that now I'm aware of. It's like more difficult and you just have to consider more things. For, um, you
1: become more calculative,
2: yeah. Like, okay, not even with like, um, like girlfriend boyfriend relationships, but even just with like casual friends and the people you choose to spend time with,
1: yeah. No, because you're so, you know, like I've always said this you're so limited in time, like 24 hours is not a lot of time. Um, and you get like what on average, like six, seven hours of sleep, that's already what, like a couple hours gone, right? Like, then you'll have only so many hours in a day left you to be actually spending time with people but you're also working or studying in school so then you know that's another you know hours gone so you really have to choose your time wisely as to well you'll have to pick and choose first of all um as to what you want to spend time on and what you value and who you see yourself you know with and stuff like that i think it's just those Mm. things end up factoring in
2: yeah Okay, just uh, for time's sake, let's let's keep moving on. I have a question for you guys. So what are you uh, looking forward to now in the next upcoming year? Because it's been about a year and we've been talking about, you know, the changes. But from here on, what are you guys looking forward to?
0: I mean, I'm looking forward to... I, I, I feel like I am right now at this stage of my life, I want to be very career focused. And like I want, I have, I have ambitions and career aspirations that I want to achieve before I ever settle down. So, like I'm hopefully wanting to reach that goal, um, and it's like a, th- I have like a three year goal, and I, I really want to achieve it before I ever settle down. So that's sort of the thing that I'd be on the lookout for. But at the same time, like I don't want to be so like stuck into that system where like, like what I'm trying to say is it, it's okay if I don't reach that three year goal, and if I do end up like you know.
1: Straying away.
0: Straying away or if I, you know, move to Antarctica to live with the penguins <laughs> like I…
1: <laughs> that's where the party is at. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like like I mentioned, like I'm, I'm willing… To, I, I think I val- I'm valuing… I valu- i can't talk today. I'm valuing experience more than like the worldly problems like money settling down like… Like Serena has mentioned, you only have 24 hours. I want to make use of that 24 hours as much as I can if I can like get more experience try to see more things in the world do more things like have things to talk about to people like have hobbies and experience things and then like maybe down the road five three four five seven eight ten twenty years now from now maybe I'll get married um, and then I'll have a roommate of my own and, uh, <laughs> yeah that's pretty much how I want to take things how about you Serena
1: um honestly I I really have a lot on my plate right now, <laughs> in terms of career aspirations. Um, I have, I have added on another school onto my plate. So I'm, you know, my schedule looks like I have two schools that I'm juggling. I have a full time job. I am moving into a new place. So I am five people in one. <laughs> wow! Because <laughs> I'm also doing this podcast right now. <laughs> But, um, you know, I want to be able to grow. I, you know, like I, I felt like um, after entering into this relationship and looking at my partner, you know, he is a person who always was able to do whatever he wanted to do. Like, you know, like that you know, he would be able to do like what he desires to do. As for me, like I would always take, somewhat of the safe route that's why I enjoyed you know having very unusual hobbies (laughs) and you know doing things unique outside of work Um, but now I'm you know in the process uh, or in the stage of you know thinking about what I really want in my life and what I you know as a person want as a career maybe perhaps a career change Um, I mean, we'll see, but, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot going on, definitely going through a stage of, um, shift, um, still processing, but, um, yeah, I'm, I actually have no idea what's going to like come up in the next year or two. Um,
2: does that sort of like unpredictability excite you more or does that kind of stress you out?
1: I think it's, it's both. It's definitely both. Um, because over the years I've really wanted that unpredictability because it's like, like I really like surprises, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd be one year later in this time and be like, Oh my gosh, I would have never imagined myself to be here like last year, but I'm, I'm here, you know, like I think mm-hmm. those kinds of life events or life stages really allow you to grow and you know, see the world differently um, and experience different things that you don't get to experience when you have such a closed mind, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
2: I guess that's for me, um, after my time there, I think I've also, like you just mentioned, the way I see the world has changed. Uh, before, and it's kind of refreshing for me to uh, kind of be back here talking to you guys about this because uh, I've realized there's also like like happiness is very subjective. Because there's a standard that the world kind of gives you of like, oh, money, fame. These things will make you happy. But I'm, I've also learned that.
1: I think those things actually are like more apparent these days. Mm-hmm. Like those things are very accentuated.
2: Yeah, like even if in your industry, if you're not in the upper like 10, like 5, 1%. And you kind of feel like you're losing. Like It's been sort of designed that way. So I've been just naturally... I've always been desiring to be the best that I can be. But not the best that I can be. The But the best that... Like objectively the best that I can be. Like within sort of wherever I'm at. But then my most... I've uh, learned that, you know... There's people that are able to be satisfied with what they have. And that is like not a problem at all. Because it's, it's been sort of... The, Like the world makes it seem like it's a problem if they're kind of like settling down, like they're stagnant, they're not growing and they make that seem problematic. But, you know, now I'm realizing that that's not it at all. But with that said, while I have the ambitions um, and the sort of ability to take more risks, I think I want to try and maximize uh, what I can do with this opportunity. Um, I'm hoping that I, I can remain this way and, you know, keep this energy going because i personally love growth but uh, i also realized that uh, like changing my mind is definitely an okay option in settling down so yeah uh just i gotta say i'm more stressed though than excited about this unpredictability unlike you because this like all of this is so new to me
1: oh yeah <laughs> i think um i think you go through growing pains as we talked about yesterday David and I you go through the growing pains and after that you know like you it's really up to you if you want to enjoy the ride yeah it's it's up to your control I think um, whether you want to take it positively you know turn it around for you or you know you can be a negative Nancy and, <laughs> and just you know have the worst experience in life but you know that's not what it's about you know, you've been provided with an opportunity and you just you take it to the advantage.
2: Yeah. I kind of want to credit, sort of, or not credit, but because I'm in the music industry, I feel like it's even more um, uncertain that way. Because if I was just uh, doing the more uh, conventional way, I'm able to kind of look down on my next three, four years and be like, Oh, I'll probably be around this area. But then I literally know nothing. I could be homeless in the next year or I could be like a, I don't know, a TikTok star. I don't know. I probably can't because I'm too shy for that. But
1: hey, never say never. Never. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, like, yeah. So I think uh, I'm, I'm hoping to be able to get to a point where, like you said, I'm able to uh, not let these um this uncertainty uh, control me. But, you know, be able to navigate through it. And yeah, that'd be great.
0: So I had just like a question if we're okay with time.
2: Yeah. Um, We're 15 minutes in, which is pretty good.
0: So you're, you know, David, you're a lot of things, right? You're, I like, when I think of David, there's a lot of titles I think of. You know how like, I don't know if you guys, I mean, I I use LinkedIn a lot because like I, I, I work in that industry. But like when you see a profile, you see a picture of them, a name, and then you have all these titles that they have that represent them professionally or like you know who they are what they do right but when i think of david i have so many things that are under his name so i just have a question when you think of yourself now and just to list some things that i i would think of when i Mm -hmm. hear david is like you know ux designer like a whatever programming coding or stuff that that is like i have no idea what it is but like stuff like that i've seen you work with the computer and do coding stuff so it looks like programming but anyways yeah so you have that and then you have like, camera, cinematography, and, like, photography, and, like, that media side. Yeah. And then you also have, like, music. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you think of yourself, what do you identify as?
2: Man, that... <laughs> that's actually a big dilemma of My uh, for me every time. Because whenever I introduce myself to somebody, when I'm meeting somebody new, I always had trouble labeling myself. Because they're like, oh, I'm so-and-so. I'm, like, this year's old. This is what I do. But, like... You're just meeting with somebody and I can't be like oh I do this but also this and that you know so uh I've I realized that I just have to make a decision because um what do you call it
1: you know I actually I did a uh, small like sort of like a TED talk on this oh. from watching another TED talk <laughs> I, I um, kind of tried to copy another really good TED talk I saw um, so this TED talk person was uh, there was an episode they did where this person was like some like random like like an example she's like a pharmacist but she's also a musician Like, but she was saying basically in her TED talk that, you know, people, people feel like there is such a burden to associate themselves to one thing. Mm. Like they can't be like multiple things. That was me. They just have to identify themselves as, you know, a pharmacist. I didn't enjoy that. Or a teacher or whatever, like other, like landscaper, like a plumber. Like, but you know, like nowadays people don't just have one jobs people, especially in Vancouver, you know, have two to three jobs and you can define yourself. You can identify yourself with all those three things. You don't have to settle into one thing. And I think that's the beauty of it is that you have the ability to, you know, identify yourself in so many different ways and explore yourself um, and just kind of get to color your palette with whatever color you want.
2: Yeah. Like I think a year before I committed to, or before I moved over, I think I was at a stage, for example, let's say um, I'm playing a game and I have three characters. I was equally invested into all of them. So I spent equal amounts of time, you know, kind of growing them up. And then depending on the context, I would introduce myself as character one, two or three. But then uh, now that I chose um, sort of my main character, um, which is music right now. I think I've been sort of pushing that, um, which I think really helps with uh, my growth with what I'm doing too. Cause just psychologically um, labeling myself to that, like professionally helps me think in a different way because before I would still do things, but I also give myself enough room to sort of like pull my feet out and be like, Oh, you know, I'm not like fully invested into this. Yeah, exactly. But I, I realized that that was kind of preventing me from getting like real depth into Mm -hmm. the thing. So I'd be just kind of decent all around. But I would just have so much trouble, you know, being deeply associated. So right now, that's music. But I think also professionally, like on LinkedIn and stuff, like musicians don't technically need a LinkedIn. So like on LinkedIn, I'm associating myself with sort of like the UX design stuff because that's more relevant. But... um honestly just like in person right now I'm pushing my um, musician character forward and uh, those are my side quests like the media stuff you know
0: that, that sounds like like a MapleStory character game yes. like, I literally <laughs> imagine like three mini youngies like dancing and like one youngie has like a camera it's like, choose your <laughs> character it's like, is and then like a bass player and then like a computer programmer that's interesting cause like I, I think it's like I think All three of us are people that want to try a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. But, like, I was always amazed at the amount of depth that you actually
1: put. Get to do. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't have that capacity to, you know, to really dive into things deeper a long time that's another thing is like i like short and sweet and like super saturated (laughs) (laughs) super saturated (laughs) like i'll i'll saturate myself like in one field for a really short amount of period of time and i get really bored really quickly and then move on to the next thing
2: yeah but i i kind of really respect the people that are able to do multiple things in depth like for example childish gambino one of my role models you know, he's known for his acting, but also his like musicianship. Um, I know he does a couple of... he did like stand-up comedian or uh, stand-up comedy. Like Kanye West, he's into fashion, he's into music, he's like I guess a politician sort of. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Self-made politician.
2: Yeah. So um I kinda love seeing people be able to pull that off, which inspires me. But if you look at them, they always had this one thing that they started with which gave them the opportunity to kind of like have the resources for the other things kind of like when you're investing and you're not like you don't have like super rich family or something you have to get like that seed money like seed resource um i guess i chose the bad character to get that seed resource but it's like the one i would want to do ultimately anyway so yeah
0: interesting that's very interesting well I, I think we are at the time mark. So yeah, 56 minutes. I mean, if you if you are still listening, give yourself a nice pat on the back because...
1: Give yourself a good stretch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because you are a champ. You are a champ. But, uh, you know, it's I think we've had a very valuable conversation. And, you know, we right before we actually dived into this episode, we were kind of worried because we literally did not have a template. We had no planning whatsoever.
1: Uh, please do not include... David and I that was um... it's all
0: my part <laughs> I, I'm the host um, but normally we do have like a structure but today we kind of just like winged it and you know and then like Serena was just like it's gonna be fine and I I, me kind of like freaking out when nothing's planned out I was like oh my god it's gonna be a wreck but it's it's great this is great and like mm-hmm. if you've listened to this far I hope you've took stuff out of our conversations because like as much as we enjoy talking i think we really want to you know spread a good word and like give good vibes and good lessons and like have a learning point out of everything that we talked about but yeah this is it's been nice gathering all together like we started off in the basement and now we've made it to the first floor
2: yeah we're progressing in life we
0: are and the next time we come we'll be doing it upstairs right <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes you know it kind of feels like um A time capsule like imagine us listening to the things we were worried about the stages we were at so vividly and like so raw like this like 10 years from now and be like oh this is a 20 something year old
1: yeah no some of the previous podcasts i sometimes listen to i'm like oh i thought like that i said those kind of things like oh (laughs) i'm kind of weird (laughs) (laughs) so yeah
0: yeah, I think it's uh it's a good thing for us too, recording all that and like, I, I also think it's very cool and convenient how we've started during the pandemic. And like we have like, literal historical event capsules and seeing how much we've changed through that period and event as well. And like, now it's so normal. Like, I remember when we were talking about when is this going to end? We want to see people we want to be in close spaces together. We want to have the mask off and just not worry about it. And now here we are. And I feel like when did we have a pandemic? Sort of, almost. We still see people on the streets. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thanks for listening.
1: Thanks, guys.
2: (laughs) Until next time.